0: Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me.
1: Welcome to Coctology, a newer podcast on the Pull Tab Sports Network. Um, I'm Guy, and we at Lucky Guy's Distillery um, are all about cocktails and a good time, frankly. Just we want people to have fun. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about. A morning cocktail the bloody mary and its history at least a little bit of history i mean it's it's got a storied history it is one of those drinks that goes back a hundred years uh started overseas there's a bunch of mythology that goes with it maybe some misconceptions i'm certainly guilty of thinking some things were true that aren't and then we'll probably wrap it up by uh talking about some of the the more fun aspects or at least what what you should be asking for when you're out having a bloody, or uh, at least what you can try the next time you're doing it. So with that, my co-host for today, Charlie. Hey, guys. And you haven't had a lot of Bloody Marys, but I think uh, in the next couple of years, you'll start to experience them now that you're of legal age.
0: Yeah, and I've certainly had a few, and I am certainly a big fan. I've always liked savory, spicy things, and so if we can put savory, spicy in the cocktail...
1: Yeah, it was one of the the first ones you had when you turned the corner here a couple weeks ago. All right, so why don't you delve into what you did read and what you did find out about?
0: So with most famous cocktails, there's a million different people who said they were the one who invented (laughs) it, and it was definitely me come to my bar where I invented it. But the one that seems the most accepted was, I can't remember his name, but it was a man in a... North New York style bar in Paris who just originally paired vodka and tomato juice called and it, called it the bucket of blood, <laughs> the
1: bucket of blood uh, Hemingway, who was notorious for drinking and who lived in Paris a lot of times as one of those people who are rumored to have started it. I don't know. Of course it's not. But, and so one of the misconceptions is that Bloody Mary's cure hangovers and you, the chemist, came up with what? There,
0: well, tomato just does have like electrolytes and vitamin C and vitamin B six and things that are good for you. Whether or not that cures a hangover is kind of varies for the individual. So some people swear by it, and some people say it doesn't do anything. It kind of just depends on you.
1: And then putting alcohol back in your system, of course, C- certainly helps too. <laughs> uh, I love a good Bloody Mary, but for me, Bloody Mary has to be extremely spicy like if my lips don't tingle at the end of the drink didn't have enough tabasco in it
0: yeah and just the pepper and the celery salt. that all makes it interesting i the tomato juice the bucket of blood would not have been something i would enjoy
1: yeah and you go to some bars and they'll they literally throw a shot of vodka and dump in some Some v six yeah and v8 v8 (laughs) god v6 they should make v6 and back out like two of the worst vegetables (laughs) It's a good idea, Um, but and then slip it in front of you, and it's just the worst. It's got a dried up lime in the corner. Just not good. Now, on my honeymoon, that was a long time ago. Yeah, 27
0: 27 years now?
1: No, 30. 30? 1991, we were in Bayfield, Wisconsin, at Morty's Pub. Um, And we walked in, and it was middle of the day. We were day drinking, of course, on our honeymoon. And uh this guy, I watched him build a Bloody Mary. This was the first time I'd ever had a Bloody Mary where I went, holy mother of God, this is something I would drink a lot of. And he did the little, you know, little scoop of horseradish and this much of this and Worcestershire, and we're gonna put in some Tabasco and then we're gonna add in some pickle juice. And I was like, pickle juice, did he really just add pickle juice, a little olive juice? Really getting crafty with it. Really. And he hand-built this thing, and I just remember the fresh horseradish was like the... It was like mind-blowing. And, of course, that was... I think it was the first time that I actually saw someone take lime. And use that as the binder for salt? For the celery salt. Now, I've come to... When we make one at Lucky Guys, as you know, we use a five-spice salt from Face Punch Foods. Shout out Mark Peterson, who... And and we do half of it because it's got some serious kick, yeah, and we want to get burned by it too, bad. yeah. So we give them the opportunity to just drink from the other side of the glass. But um, I think building it can be too much for a bartender if he's got to spend 15 minutes building it.
0: Yeah, like at like at that place, if there's eight different individual components you have to measure out and put in it, that would take a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think you. I, and, and so at home, I think what people should be doing is finding a mix that they like a lot and then sparking a little extra something because we still add Worcestershire mm-hmm. and, and Tabasco if they want. And Tabasco, even though, um, because what we've taken is the Kickled Mary is the brand. Um, I don't know exactly how many spices are in it, but I know that it's got some heat and we cut it with some Clamato, cut it with some really nice tomato juice and then we do those other things um but finding a flavor that's right is one and then finding a consistency that allows you to drink the damn thing because sometimes to put it in and it's like a freaking tomato malt i don't want to i don't want to work to th- pull this thing through a straw <laughs> right
0: i don't mind that so bad but definitely it's it's a variety thing like i like them i kind of i'm easy i like them thin i like them thick i like all mm-hmm. the all the flavors under well, the sun.
1: I don't think... Uh, I, think the, I think the key is what you're saying is that it's personal. Find what you like, yeah. Yeah, definitely find what you like. You can talk about what goes in it. And you said that you found that it was vodka. I remember reading once that gin was the original. And obviously... Well, the interesting thing is the same guy sort of invented both
0: of them. Whichever one came first, I guess, is lost in the historical shuffle. But
1: Yeah, and and of course... In the 20s, they would have been making bathtub gin because there were really no manufacturers making a lot of gin. And, yeah, post-prohibition. Yeah. And gin um, is historically, not historically, but gin is primarily a British um, product. Well, just that's where it's primarily drank, mm-hmm. I guess is maybe the best way to say it. I prefer gin in a Bloody Mary, but I prefer gin over vodka in almost everything because it brings something extra to the party. I am in agreement there. Now, when they started making like absolute papar and they started having flavored vodkas, I thought that was a nice little twist. Especially Yeah, and and I think we're going to probably have to do some soaking, you know, where you throw some jalapenos in a thing of vodka so that it imparts that flavor on it for... Our Bloody Marys. I think that's something we should try soon. That would be a good idea. Yeah, we could do it with gin too, I guess, if you wanted to. And at Lucky Guys, of course, we make our primary base has rye in it, which already adds a pepper note, which I think is why a lot of people like our vodka in Bloody Marys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about picklebacks. What's a pickleback? I know. It's almost like a good joke. What's a pickleback? Uh, a pickleback is a shot of pickle juice served alongside your Bloody Mary. And are you supposed to sip on it or are you supposed to like <laughs> crush it? I think either is accepted. Uh, but I think sipping is... Pr- you know, Venuta loves oh pickle juice. He is the pickle man. He is Pete's pickles. And it's pickles. we got to talk about garnishes, too. So a pickleback... Um, is something that I've never seen done, but I've heard about it. Never, never tried one yourself. No, no, never have. <clears throat> I will say this: I've, in the last six months, of being in this position, you know, standing behind the bar talking to people, mm-hmm. I've learned two things that blew my mind. One is that a pickle juice shot will keep your body from cramping. Yeah, I know it does have a lot, a lot of sodium in it. And the other one is that it will cure the hiccups. I haven't heard that one. I hadn't either. I still am not sure it does it. Um, but but very intriguing. Now, here's another thing that you probably didn't know. In this part of the country, when people order a Bloody Mary, there's an expectation that there's going to be a, a snit. That's the word that I prefer to use, but a small serving of beer. Like I said, in some places, apparently in Wisconsin, it's a pickleback out east pickleback. But if you walked into a bar in New York City and ordered a Bloody Mary, they're not giving you a snit. Yeah, you're just getting the drink straight up. Yeah, they're not getting a bar back. And I think that's lame because it really, you know, what was the the thing you said you wanted to try? I was going to say, I wonder if there's any
0: Michelada connection there because there's a Mexican originated drink called the Michelada, which is just kind of like a spicy tomato beer, more or less. Yeah. so i guess if you're drinking a bloody alongside a beer you kind of make that same effect in your mouth
1: and i mean it's one of the things that most people i shouldn't say most people some people take the snit and just they'll sip a little and then they'll dump the beer into the bloody once they've you know lowered it enough to add and the carbonation of course is not something that's in the bloody mary so maybe it changes it but i've had i mean bloody beers which is michelada uh, many, many, many times and they do feel like hangover cures. But again, I guess you're putting booze into your system. So it's going to cure it a little bit, but, um, it's been, I have, I think you get into some of these dive bars in the middle of Wisconsin, which I think personally, Wisconsin's got drinking figured out more than any state in the country. They certainly do it more than anybody else. Yeah. Which I love, which is why we're there. I mean, why not? If you're going to get involved, hang with the pros. Go with the source. Yeah. yeah. So, I've been in some bars where they literally will give you like a 12 ounce miller high Life light in a bottle just I'll a full beer right <laughs> alongside it <laughs> now that's a pro move gotta be done um but i've also had people you know serve dark beer alongside like how dark we talking like guinness yeah
0: hmm.
1: yeah i'll just try that i think and so you know we at the distillery we can't serve beer at least i haven't figured out I know there are some that are doing it, so I'm working on it. But um, So we can't serve a snit of beer, but we could do a pickleback. I wonder, like, with the pickleback, is it really that different
0: if you're sipping on it in your own little snit or if you just dump the whole thing in there? Like,
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I, since people put pickle juice in Bloody Marys, that, that's one way, but I'm, we've got to try this pickleback thing. What's a pickleback? <laughs> were you asking no no it made me it's there's a joke there someplace somebody's gotta help me figure out what the answer is i'm bringing pickle back oh nice jt um let's see what else garnishes
0: yeah how crazy are we gonna get with our garnishes you're gonna put the whole frozen pizza on there and the triple cheeseburger
1: you because you've seen some i've seen that yeah yeah i mean I, i think i think i watched the progression happen over my lifetime where all of a sudden it was a Ooh, there's a shrimp on the skewer. It's not just an olive.
0: Yeah, seafood bloodies, I think are pretty popular now, especially in
1: yeah coastal towns. Yeah. Well, plus, plus if you've ever if you ever been to like Boston or Maine in the summer, getting a lobster, and, like they have them at a bar. Hey, I'll take a lobster tail. Oh, it's eight fifty just ridiculously cheap because of course they got them everywhere and primarily the expense. When you talk about having lobster someplace, it costs 20 bucks to fly the goddamn thing you. to your transport restaurant. Cost. Yeah. And three different people had to make a cut in the middle as well. Cool. Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about is simply, um, the various forms of tomato juice that go into these things. Cause I don't think we touched on like Clamato, you can't get a Bloody Mary in Canada with. Just doesn't exist up there? No. They'll, everything, if you order a Bloody Mary in Canada, it's coming back as a Bloody Caesar, which is Clamato juice, which is clam infused tomato juice, or at least clam juice added to the tomato juice. So it's thinner, which I prefer. If you're going to give me if you if gun to my head, I'm taking a Bloody Caesar as the choice just because I know I'll like it mm-hmm. over various Bloody Marys.
0: That's kind of nice, though, with the whole, like, retail market with bloody premixes is it's had that same like craft explosion that all other cocktails have had where now there's 40 different varieties of different people doing a bottled bloody mary mix all the way for all the way up from a million different spices to, to, to tomato
1: yeah you uh what's the primary mix you've used uh when you've been bartending other places
0: um well you have been working at the white bear yacht club and they used to use one called love joys which was super horseradish forward and I think the like super horseradish forward put off too many like of the average people like yeah you got to be pretty specific if you love horseradish so now they're using one called like two guys or two dudes or something like that huh. but they've also got Zing Zang and Clamato on the side for yeah Zing, those are kind of the big
1: ones Zing Zang is the one that everybody knows um, I mean I used to just use V8 mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's good personally but yeah personally
0: i really like the love joys because i love
1: spicy horseradishy peppery i'm gonna have to look for that one i like it this kickle mary that we've been using i've been super happy with i think yeah, it's it's a good one and i think we didn't have to uh alter it too dramatically and yet at the same time i like what we did to make it
0: yeah and it makes sense for you because you like it thinner so
1: yeah i do de- definitely okay let's talk let's get back to this condiment thing because most people are used to seeing a uh, celery stick Mm-hmm. Um, that used to be the classic you just stick a long celery stick have it poking out the top and boom uh, the citrus that lime the lime wedge brings is a nice little a little brightness and all the. yeah yeah I think it's important but I also love olives I had somebody tell me the other day that they couldn't possibly eat an olive ever was it Harrison no no
0: I remember there's some video I saw one time about it was like weird phobia somebody's literally
1: can't not, be in the same room as a jar of olives, or so they freak out. Come on, no, it's real. I'll show you the video later. It's funny. And then we had where, where did we, we got those red olives? But unfortunately, we ruined because I forgot they were in the fridge. But yeah, I don't know where you got those. I don't. No, I got them at restaurant, the restaurant store, or the restaurant what? depot, depot, depot. Um, and I specifically bought it to do because um, one of the things that I'm still not working on, but i you know definitely identifying with uh, in there yeah uh is a tomato water martini so it'll taste like a bloody mary but it won't look like one at all just have a little red tinge on a yeah classic martini yeah yeah eric made that um mary mary i think we called it mm-hmm. which was basically a bloody mary martini where there was bloody mary mix at the bottom
0: yeah it was cool like layered because all the bloody mary mix would sink into that bottom little cone
1: yeah yeah that was a cool um we'll have that back that was the martini of the month in what may two months ago yeah yeah maybe it was maybe it was april um i thought that was very 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 elevated but i think it was i think it. i personally thought it had just a smidge too much of that um oil in it he eric really likes that artichoke oil
0: he was using it at any opportunity he could find so i think he was (laughs) he was probably putting a little too much forward i would
1: yeah our standard uh garnish was olive hot pepper and artichoke heart or part of an artichoke heart i liked that it tasted
0: good but in practice and like in use it would they were hard to get on the pick and i think a lot of the common people don't like artichokes
1: and oh my gosh that oil got everywhere yeah yeah, no, I didn't. The oil part, I wasn't in love with, but and I do think that, like you said, the everyday customer just thought the artichoke was a squirrely idea. Olives, an easy one. The hot pepper, I think we should even have an option of a hotter pepper because the chili peppers that I don't know, those yellow ones really pack pack a wall. Yeah, because we were using a banana pepper, right? I don't know because we were using those
0: little like Mazzelli yellow peppers i don't know what they are but they're not banana peppers they're
1: just yeah mazada okay. forest floor is another uh maker of um garnishes i've seen them in i know our uh distributor has them so we can get them but man they they used to make a, a an olive that was stuffed with a turkish pepper remember those that mom and i used to put in our martinis at the lake little long it would look like a long pe- that little little red yeah. pepper sticking out yeah right, yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. Those, yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that the word pimento is simply Spanish for pepper too like that one customer who was mad that there was pepper uh. in his olive and he <laughs> liked pimento in there that was pretty funny <laughs> I don't like these peppers in mine I want a pimento uh, that's pepper who's gonna tell him <laughs> yeah pimento is uh and and so a, the typical pimento is just a basically a pickled red pepper so it doesn't have heat no spice but yeah right whereas the Turkish pepper was like the end of a red chili almost is what it looked like and so it had some serious heat you can't find those red Turkish pepper stuffed olives very easily but I do know that they still make them because I once in a while bump into them I'll just buy as many as I can find that are on the store because you know you like them so much yeah pretty much plus I like using that if you think about whenever you're adding pickle juice or olive juice or whatever to your Bloody Mary, it's going to carry some of the flavor. So if you have um, a garlic stuffed olive or a blue cheese stuffed olive, you're going to get some of that flavor in the brine. Whenever, that, you're, whenever you're adding that, if you're thinking about doing that, and I encourage it, put like a spoonful, like a teaspoonful of the pickle juice or the olive juice or whatever you're adding as your garnish into your Bloody And when you mix it, it'll add a little bit of the flavor and it'll also thin it if you like it a little thinner. So it's good. Um, don't forget, uh, it's actually as a bartender, it's easy to do it too. You forget to uh, line the rim with whatever it is you're Mm -hmm. choosing. And I think even something as simple as doing half of it in a kosher salt, like salt and pepper are both important parts of a true Bloody Mary. I think,
0: you know, it's a good one. You've ever tried teen on the rim. Tahine, it's like this chili spice lime salt that they make. Oh. it's really good on like it's kind of like an all-purpose seasoning. I use like chicken, great on chicken. Just works on yeah mac and cheese too. I've been putting it on mac and cheese.
1: That works real nice. Where <laughs> did where did you get that? Just spice Just, section of yeah. the store. Grocery stores carry them most of the time. And it was what? How's it spelled? T a j i n. Huh. All right, I like it. We should introduce that.
0: Yeah, really, the lime is a lot more forward than you would expect.
1: Well, citrus in all, in anything, if you dry it, just gonna enhance the strength of it for sure. So that makes sense. We should. That's another thing we should do is make some lime salt. Get the hydrator back there and yeah, dry out some lime peel. Cool. E- even if all you do is add lime juice to salt and then let it dry back out, that'll work too. What's the worst bloody mary you've ever had well, for sure the worst bloody mary i ever had was when somebody like literally threw a shot of vodka into a glass of tomato juice and just handed it to me i mean the bucket of blood the bucket of, i wonder how like how that gets
0: made because i've heard stories at other bars where people were like the old-fashioned and they get just a rail pour bourbon with some bitter in it and thrown across the table at them like how do they get it so <laughs> wrong
1: <laughs> I, God, I got to think. I mean, I I do remember the first time I ordered a Bloody Mary in, it was someplace in Florida, and it had a cheeseburger. It had like uh, an entire like chunk of summer sausage beef stick. It had three shrimp. It had like, you know a garden full of i mean there was no room in the drink the drink was almost like a secondary item
0: and i think that's literally what it is with those places is the gimmick is the more important part than the 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 mary is just the vehicle to can you try and stack as much food as you possibly (laughs) can on a drink
1: they spent four hours making the garnish and, and then just slopped some 30 seconds making
0: the drink yeah yeah i was up in milwaukee burger company in wisconsin because my buddy works there and i wanted to say hi to him when i was up there a couple of weeks ago and they had one called like the cheeser that had like three cheese curds and their cheese curds were like the size of your palm just a oh,
1: huge square cheese curds that's a great idea very wisconsin too yeah god and so in they wisconsin, had that and they just a bunch of other
0: types of cheeses so they were leaning into that too but the cheese curds cracked me up because it was literally like six inches of just giant Jeez. cheese on top of each other that
1: is fantastic
0: and I wonder, I didn't try it, but I should have. And if you just drop, drop in one there, in there. Yeah, that'd be good.
1: Yeah. Cheese curds are probably one of the more, I mean, well well done. They're just heaven. They're yeah, perfect, yeah. But there's so many places that where they don't want to mess around with it, and so they just buy the pre-made stuff, and then it just tastes Already breaded. like, yeah, mm-hmm. so bad. And remember making those at the lake where we battered them?
0: Yeah, the one of three times we've ever used that portable fryer we bought?
1: Well, for cheese curds anyway. And then you f- you freeze them in the batter, and then when you drop it in, it works really nice. But I I also can say that, to me, Bloody Mary is a one-and-done thing. Like, I don't want three of them. I can drink a hundred of some drinks, but Bloody Mary is like, I want one because I'm craving the, I think it's actually, I think it's the sodium and the spice and the whatever. And then I get past that and boom. And especially I think that's why it might be like a hangover cure for some people
0: is just like that's what you desire when you're hungover is like fatty salty stuff like that. And there's not many other cocktails that bring salty. Yeah. Just at all. So.
1: Margarita. Yeah, I suppose. But that's just because you put salt on it. Oh, here's something. Um, Hadn't thought of this. This is maybe this isn't a great bar story, if you will, but. The Sportsman's Bar in Somerset, Wisconsin, every time you order a Bloody Mary, A, you get a a little snit, but B, you get a deviled egg Really? served on a a little serving board. Mm -hmm. God, that hits the spot. I mean, someone's got to make all those deviled eggs, but they're so good. We should maybe get deviled eggs delivered and serve one. Yeah. I mean, just. To tip our hat to to the sportsman, because I mean it's it's memorable. Yeah, if it works, yeah, we're talking about it now. And we can serve it, and then we can use, serve it on the bunny boards. Yeah, we already got it all set up. Yeah, we're already there. And then maybe
0: just got to work on getting that snit together. Pickleback, pickleback.
1: What's a pickleback? So, I guess with the with that, we'd ask you if you'd like to take what taste what we think is one of the best Bloody Marys at least on the river is come to lucky guys 101 second street hudson wisconsin sit on the deck overlooking the saint croix river we'll serve you up a, a spicy bloody featuring face punch foods featuring kickled mary we'll try and get a pickleback ready for you so that you can enjoy uh, the view the salt the hangover recovery even if they're all lies it's worth it to come and see us and if you're a bloody
0: connoisseur come talk bloodies with us and Tell us
1: what you've seen that we haven't. Tell us what you want us to do because what we're there for is your viewing and drinking pleasure. So that's all we got. We'll talk to you soon.